Oh yeah, I'm Zoth. And I'm Yuji, or Big Chungus96, if you, you prefer. <laughs> and I'm Portable. Welcome to the podcast, the Talking Bros podcast, yep. where uh, we it's, talk. It's, it's good is, to be here. Uh, it's my first time. Hi. That is now the, the actual name of it, is Talking Bros. What's Portable is the one that came up with it. You're welcome. Okay. I I actually I was like spamming that name like a, a long a long bit ago, but I'm glad it's catching on now. Uh, yeah, we, we looked it up and apparently it's not taken, which is well, at least not, not by it. anybody on Spotify. This is what <laughs> I checked. I keep thinking of the dungeon dudes that do D and D stuff. <laughs> dungeon dudes. Yeah, is that podcast taken? We need to go ahead and claim that one. <laughs> <laughs> for our, when we do our Dungeon and Dragons podcast, which I'm sure is it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, but uh, welcome, folks. This is a uh, this podcast is specifically for uh, top five games that need a sequel, I believe. Yep, top thing, top five games slash gaming franchises. Because in our in our opinions, what yep. uh, what what game needs a sequel? Which can have they can they can have like a sequel already, but. Uh, we would just mean like they need another sequel. Yep. Another game. Exactly. I've used the game as an example, but it might be on Portable's list. Use what? I was going to bring up a game as an example, but then as soon as I was about to say, I was like, wait, that might be on Port's list. You wanna, you wanna roll those dice? Nah, I'll just... You wanna send him the list. Okay. I do have some in my auto mentions as well. I didn't think I'd have many, but my god, we have to start like we have to I, start upgrading this like 10 things, like 10 t- 10 uh I cut. Well, then we'd be here for like 4 hours. Yeah, we will spend I cut day. I cut my honorable mentions down to 10. I actually had to cut some people from my honorable mentions to keep it short. Yeah. I got up to 10. I was like I'm not waiting anymore down. Yeah. So, since it's your topic I believe UG. Why don't you start us off? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and start us off with a classic. I know it recently did get a remake, but I'm gonna count that as not a new title of the sequel uh, series, and that's gonna be Spyro. I feel like Spyro needs a a new game. Yeah, I can definitely yeah, a, see that. Yeah, a real one, um, like a real sequel. Yeah, an actual game, but we haven't seen a new Spyro game. Um, a new original Spyro game since 2008. Unless we're going to count Skylanders, which the, only the first one was branded uh, Spyro, which was in 2011. I mean, even if you don't count that, then there's, before that, there was that Weeboot series that was... No, that oh. is 2008. The last the last game was in 2008, unless you count Skylanders, and it's 2011. I'm talking about the... they After A Hero's Tale, they rebooted it. And there's like a trilogy uh, that's uh, beat them up. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that is yeah. the... That's what I'm talking about. No, Skylanders is yes. that. There's a series. Spyro of... Adventures. There's the Spyro's of... Adventures. The Legend of Spyro is what I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah. And you can the, look it up the, on the computer right now. The, the wiki told me it was uh, 2008 was the last Spyro game. That wasn't Skylanders. I mean, which only could... the first Skylanders game is Brandon Spyro. It could be counting the Legend of Spyro games. Spyro's Adventure. That's what I had as the last one. Yeah, the... That that's, might be counting the full Skylander <laughs> one, but... Yeah, The Legend of Spyro is a beat-em-up trilogy. 
that was the last one was the Legend of Spyro: Dawn of the Dragon L eight. Yeah. So Dawn of the Dragon is a beat 'em up. I never played Dawn of the Dragon. Yeah. Dawn of the Dra- from a new beginning to Dawn of the Dragon was a beat 'em up trilogy. Yeah, well, but that's what I'm saying. That was mm-hmm. the last game was 2008 yeah. until Legend Count Skylanders. Mm-hmm. Was this, that, was that was that other game where you where Spyro was like tied to uh, Cinder? Yeah, that's and, like, Dawn of the Dragon. They had to, soul. They were like roped together and they had to they they had to stay together. Yeah, it was a multiplayer beat 'em up where you played as one male and one female dragon. I surely hope that one day we can see a, a fourth, true fourth game in the vein that like Crash 4 got. Like that game yeah. came out and it was actually really good. Whisper Bob did a really good job on that. And I feel like I feel like Spyro deserves the same treatment. He can get yeah. his own new adventure. Spyro yeah, Die Trilogy. Really Die yeah. Trilogy, really great. But I don't think that quite counts as far yeah. as a new adventure. So. Yeah. I, because of that, like I'm hoping like it gets like more recognition recognition because people like really want want it, want that right yeah i'm just they really got, glad they, they got good sales right yeah, it had good sales. yeah i feel like it did um i'm just really glad that that mm-hmm. they were able to to pull spire out of the the gross mall that was the skylander series well from my understanding most <laughs> of those games that were like action figure things of bit had fallen off a lot oh yeah they definitely have Skylanders was alright, but it was not Spyro. I don't know why they ever tried to brand the first one with Spyro. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never actually seen gameplay of it. They, they're alright, mindless fun, but it's not. It's not. They're not amazing. Mm-hmm. They're definitely just trying to sell some toys, but yeah. And and definitely don't want it a glitchy mess like Enter the Dragonfly. <laughs> I like some of the later like the GameCube titles and stuff, yeah. but they definitely were not the original trilogy quality. Yeah, I think A Hero's Tale was decent, but Enter the Dragonfly is a glitchy mess. And then some of the GBA ones. The GBA ones are actually really good. <laughs> the uh, the ones they did with the crossover with uh, Crash and Spyro. The Crash one? Yeah, they were pretty fun. Okay, so Yuji's number five, Spyro. My uh, number five is... Uh, it's my, It's a game from at least the last four years, but I don't see it getting a sequel just because it was an obscure JRPG that didn't review well. But it's called The Lost Child. It's pretty much first-person first dungeon crawler, sort of like SMT where you recruit enemies and de- that are demons. There's three different categories. There's neutral, uh, evil, and good. And the main thing that it suffers from, from what I, from my experience in playing it, is a bit of a poor translation on names. It's more of a translation and not localization. Like, they just direct translated names. Like, uh, there's an evil angel called Lucifer instead of Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer, Lucifer might just be a pun on on Lucifer fallen from heaven. It, I looked it up, it's actually it's supposed to be Lucifer, and they just, <laughs> oh, instead of Sorbless, Kelloblos, or something like that, they use, they're just using womanization names and not right. actually translating it. And that I was see that. Pretty typical, uh, first-person dungeon crawl, had Lovecraftian enemies as well, and overall a good game, cool, but cool. as I said, probably oh, not going to have a sequel. Well, at least 
I'd be surprised if I got one at least. I don't know, man. They bring them out. They might. Mm -hmm. Three years isn't that long. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I could definitely, uh, I hate it when you get that feeling like, man, it's going to be the only one. <laughs> Apparently it's technically a spiritual successor to a different game, but the different game has a completely different name and combat style. Yeah, I don't, spiritual successors are weird, because I don't know if you can count those really as, because <laughs> you could, you can call just about anything a spiritual successor if it has anything to do with, you know? Yeah. Like, even people who don't own the IP can call something a spiritual successor. Yeah, the only thing that I actually consider spiritual successors are, like, it's the people who made the made at least one from the original series, and they just don't have the name but want to make another game. Yeah. I'd mention one, but it might be on somebody's list. Yeah, I got I got one on my <laughs> list, so we can mention it later. And so my number five is Lost Child, or The Lost Child. So I pass it on to Sai. Here you go, Sai. Thank you. My name's Portable. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> See if I said both, it would be fine. Or her side. Uh, my number five is uh, I think Yuji's heard of this. Uh, I think and I, th I think both of you heard of it. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. I've not actually played it. It's actually been announced that they're working on a second game, but it's been in like announced for years now, and and has hardly anything shown for it. Didn't they show a trailer next or oh, last year? Yeah, they should. They keep showing the same pre-generated trailer, I think. Okay. Not take over. Go ahead, Sai. Go ahead, Portable. <laughs> Go ahead, Hero. <laughs> I just say I'm also so Zoth later could choose which one he wants to cut in. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So beyond good and evil, uh, I can't remember the story a super amount. It's been a few years, but uh. But but because it was like so, it's been somewhat recently that, that I first got to play it. It is an old game. I played it on the PC version. But because it's so recently, like I don't have like I don't have that nostalgia that nostalgia look at it. I, I with my older brain, I can like you know deduce like if it was an actually good game or not, and not like look through it through with a nostalgia uh, nostalgia uh, class look. It was it's pretty decent. It was it was I I enjoyed it. It had mystery. It had stuff going on. It had uh, uh, fighting, beat em up sort of things sometimes. Um, it starts off with this this woman who I forget the name of. Sorry. She's like li living with people. She's kind of kind of street funky, sort of, but not really. And then uh, they get attacked, and then she has to beat them up. And then there's a mystery surrounding her, and you don't you don't know where she actually came from. And she finds out who she is eventually uh it has if you ever played like jack and daxter 2 when it has like sort of that some futuristic stuff in it, it it's kind of like that kind of like a dystopian like not not cyberpunk but it's definitely like dystopian yeah. kind of like neon signs everywhere kind of got, side of vibe got, to it it's got got grasslands got organic stuff but there's some there's some uh some machines here and there etc but yeah that's that's my number five um, I, I I would really like that to have a sequel. Hopefully that sequel comes comes out if it's, sooner than yeah. later because it, it looks really good. That trailer that they showed off looked amazing. Yeah, it's been so long. I don't know if they're really gonna do it or not. We keep showing the same trailer every year, pretty much. Yeah, it's uh, it's they they announced that a while, but I can't I, I can't remember the exact year that came out in the E3, but it's been it's been a few years. 
I mean, he's probably hanging out with Dead Island 2 and Dying Light 2. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, right. maybe to follow in Duke Nukem's footsteps. No. <laughs> I hate No. That are the, we're going to speak all these into existence. <laughs> You're welcome, right. people. So who has the top number five? I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I've never heard of uh, Sauce. I haven't either. So I was yeah. I was gonna go spiral myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, definitely I an can't. obvious one for. I would choose Beyond Good and Evil, but the fact that they do have an actual trailer that kind of gives you a little more hope than I have for a Spyro Four at this point. You know what I mean? Like Crash Four coming out gives me a, a lot of hope for Spyro Four coming out, but I know that's just kind of like making up my own rules. There's nothing to actually say that is true. Yeah, same boat here. So Spyro, definitive number five. Nobody can argue that Spyro needs <laughs> a sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's your number four so this is a this is one that I've been pretty fond of lately and it's going to be Ganbar Goemon I hope I'm saying that right or Mystical Ninja here in the west um, it's, it's a series about a thief obviously he's going to be named Goemon um, he goes on adventures in like a cartoon version of feudal Japan um, it, it, the, the stories usually borrow pretty heavily from from Japanese folklore folk tales uh, it's it's way it's a way more popular series in Japan because out of all of its games it has 23 games only five of them have ever been localized. Jeez. So there's a lot of games in the series that have not been localized. Even if we're counting the last time Goemon has been seen in Japan, it was 15 years ago in 2005. Mm. Um, the last game we got was in 1998 on the N64. Um, oh. Goemon's Great Adventure. Was that the one I had? Yeah, we. Going on Great Adventure was the uh, the side scrolling one. Okay, yeah, that's the one I had then. And then there's Myst- Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon is a a 3D platform in like the same vein as. Mm-hmm. It actually came out like, I can't remember if it came out slightly before. Mm-hmm. It came out slightly after Mario 64, but they were like in development at the same time. But they're very similar. Oh, so, um, 3D so, platformers. So sort of like Bubsy 3D, except actually good. <laughs> no, don't don't compare it to Bubsy. <laughs> it's actually good. It's the games are just always like hilarious. They're they're very cartoon versions of feudal Japan, and they they always get up to some funny stuff. I remember Giant Mech Battle. That's about the one yeah. I got from just, when I... just about all of them, at least the ones that have been localized, they're the only ones I've ever actually played. Um, always at some point they're in in the Giant Mech Giant Mech version of Goemon. I remember a giant Pretty, neck yeah. battle and then fighting a giant skeleton <clears throat> in the woods. Yeah. That's my memories of the game. Um, they, He has been acknowledged fairly recently, last couple of years or so, and in, in, in Smash Brothers he got a me costume, which I don't know if that says anything, but at least he was acknowledged. Yeah, no, because isn't he owned by Konami, or at least the game series? Yeah, Konami. And that they, uh... that's kind of puts me into uh, not expecting anything from no, I'm definitely not expecting him to, to show up anytime soon, which is unfortunate. And if he does, he probably would just stay in Japan like he has been. Um, they just don't think he is. Because they do borrow very heavily from the Japanese side of like folklore, folk tales, like mythology, stuff that we wouldn't really know unless you're into that stuff. Yeah, and it's... Isn't it normal so, like, eat a tea waiting? Probably, that sounds right. Um, he does get... Uh, uh, used in like pachinko parlors. They got themed versions of those. Um, a Goemon pachinko machines and slot machines and pachinko parlors, which I think is kind of cool. But I mean, that's pretty much what Konami does nowadays. I mean, we can, they got yeah. si- they got Silent Hill and Castlevania ones too. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of cool, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks to see your favorites get relegated to mm-hmm. not being on a uh, a video gaming console. Definitely. But yeah, man. I don't even. I would be happy, honestly, if just the back catalog got translated and and and, and localized. But I would also just love to see a new Goemon game. Yeah, like a Goemon's Greatest Adventures collection. Oh man, I would. I would kill somebody for that. One of you's going down. Crap, I'm the closer one. <laughs> yeah, not driving. <laughs> not driving the, the portable to take him out. <laughs> anyway, Goemon Great Adventure, Mystical Ninja, Ganbar Goemon, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit of that. Yeah, I'm, I remember my. I remember that's when I learned in 64 memory cards had batteries. Yeah, <laughs> we would play that game, leave it on for like a couple, like whatever weekend we were staying together trying to get through it. Because we didn't have any batteries, or we didn't have any memory cards back in the day. Yeah, that had, worked at least. I had a memory card, just didn't know it had a, I didn't understand that that was a battery and that's what went wrong with it. Yeah, also just a side note, the, the series <laughs> isn't necessarily always a platformer. It, it's kind of like one of those series that just like, each game is kind of different from the other. Like you got platformers, you got three D platformers, RPGs, puzzle games. It's 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 all mixed in there. And I honestly would just love going my slapped onto something. I don't even mind what it would be. That does remind card game. <laughs> I take that, it. That does remind me, Yuji. I think there was an anime back in the early two thousands. Yeah, I think there is. I know there's definitely a manga. Because I think I read. Oh, I was watching an anime, and they, you know how on anime DVDs they'd put trailers with other anime on it? Yeah, he, he was a super popular character in Japan. Yeah, I feel like there was one that was like the main four characters escaping out of a video out of the video game. It was like set in modern Japan. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, I've not seen that. I know there is a manga. I don't know much about it, though, other than it exists. So that is Yuji's number four. My number four. Uh is a little PS2 hollow game series called Siren. Yeah. Or well, if you're in the PAL regions, aka Europe, Australia, or Asian regions, uh, Forbidden Siren. Oh yeah, Siren Head is pretty scary. Bad port. <laughs> Bad port. <laughs> Bad port. Oh no, I hope that doesn't get. I hope that doesn't catch on like later. <laughs> That's a good one. But, uh... Yeah. It's heavily Japanese horror series. Uh... Main character is in a in a mountain range when there's a ritual going on. And the ritual sacrifice escapes, causing people to turn in the zombie-like things called sabitos. And the main characters all have the... Get the ability to sight jack. But they can focus the and see from other people's visions, and uh, you cannot kill enemies. You can temporarily knock them out, but they do not die. If you try to go back through that area, like not even a minute or two later, they'll back up. And Bailey Hard Hall game, the first one especially, because there's so many hidden stuff you gotta actually do to progress. Like. That's the only game I've seen that universally people said, hey, play this game with a guide. Just because it's new and possible to beat by yourself. 
I like at this one one part of me hates it when the game like pretty much forces mm-hmm. the guy, but at the same time, I'm like that's kind of mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. That people are like, yeah, you've got to just play this one with the guy because people yeah. are used so anti help in games. Yeah. So you know it's bad when somebody says that you need to play it with a guide. Yeah, well, from what I, my understanding, originally the developers wanted uh, they wanted it to be like a community effort to get to the end of the game, but now yeah. that you're past the game's prime. There's not really a community effort to do that now. Right, it's all been figured out. Yeah. It also did get a sequel in Japan and Powies, and it did not come to the U.S. Nah. So if you want to play it, you'd have to import it. And then it got, uh, from what I've heard, a bad remake on PS3, where they... Uh, they combined multiple of the characters and the sp- other characters, so multiple characters fulfilled multiple roles this, instead of there being, like, 17 of them. Right. And uh, they also changed how sightjacking worked, where instead of your whole screen being the vision, half the screen becomes the vision, and apparently the flame weight drops horribly when it does that. And in... Uh, the U.S. weeds and then North American weeds and whatnot, you could only get the game digitally. Apparently, PAL weeds and's got a disc of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not have, I'm, I don't have a whole lot of experience with that game. Like, I've never actually played it myself, but I have seen it played quite a bit, and it always looked really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, that's one of the games that one of the speedrunners I used to watch for a while was into at a, at a point. Mm-hmm. So I've seen I've seen a lot of his speedrun, which probably isn't the best way to take the game in, but it was still really interesting to watch. Honestly, and like might... the sightjacking stuff was a uh, the sightjacking stuff was always like super interesting. Like you'd, yeah. you'd yeah, never was, seen that before. You never seen gonna, it again. I was going to mention that like seeing from the point of view of the enemies is something not many things do, uh-huh. or not many other games do. Yeah, definitely not. And I also don't really think this game's likely to get a sequel because the people who, the main people who directed it, directed it have left uh, Sony. So at best, it's probably going to get a spiritual successor. Right. It's like one of those situations like where if it does get a sequel announced, you're just like, is it going to be the same thing though? There's nobody's there anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also a similar about uh, Silent Hill because. Some, the main director of this actually worked on Silent Hill. He was a former member of Team Silent before he left and made Team Silent with Sony. Or right. Silent. Yeah, maybe they just bust out a lot of the spiritual successors to all the great horror games that have been left behind. I mean, they could probably do that. it. Yeah. So, yeah, my number four, Silent. So, over to you, Port. Why, thank you. Uh... <clears throat> I think uh, I think mine's definitely gonna be the vote here, cause uh, yeah, I uh, it, I'm pretty sure this is on this might be on your guys's lists or recommendations. Um, my choice, my number four is Pokemon Coliseum. And that not on my list at all. Not on my list Well, wow, that game did not even cross my mind in a well, single second. I originally wow. it wasn't Pokemon Coliseum. I originally had. Pokemon Channel on my list as like a the as a Pokemon <laughs> Hey Pikachu Pokemon Channel were like its own series, That's but then like, I decided that I made up some arbitrary rules. I made up some arbitrary rules where if a game has been mentioned at all that it was like I didn't count spinoffs. So 
Pokemon was out of my question because Ed had a game recently. But I could definitely see the argument for that being the same thing. Like, Pokemon Coliseum is so different from, like, the main games. Like, it has, like, an actual story. It has kind of development, sort of. It it's it has so much more than just the the original formula of uh, choose your starter and then get get the gyms and then be the champion and that's it. I mean that can but, also halt the game though. I mean, look at yeah, I always I always didn't like the Pokemon Colosseum Pokemon XD because they forced you to start with the Eevees. Um, the, the second but other game, than yeah. other than that, well, the first game too. The first game actually, the uh, Colosseum you 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 you're given Espeon, 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 and Umbreon. And those are the only two stars you get. And Colos Star XD, you get an EV that you could evolve into whatever you want. And then I, mean, I think it's, it's something it's else. It's more like an RPG. If you yeah. Think about it. No, it's not. A, I'm not saying that it's a, that it's a bad bad thing. I'm just saying that it is very limiting compared to the the mainline games where you get to choose being given just straight up. I can see that. I I loved the Pokemon Coliseum games because it was it was it was different than than all that stuff. Like you, you didn't you weren't your main goal wasn't like just trying to be the best or the master or whatever. Uh, there was a story and everything, and uh, there was also the, the the a lot of trainers, a lot of like the bad evil trainers you fight would actually have legendaries on their team. Which is something like you never see in like, you know, the normal, the normal uh, stuff until like maybe maybe post game there was yeah. there was those special uh, yeah, some special things, special post game stuff where you where you couldn't even use your team you had to like use rental Pokemon at the at those things. Yeah. And you had to I go, spent like... a lot of time grinding out. I, I came if it was XD or Coliseum, but one of them had a hundred floor, like. Saw it like end end game dungeon that you had to beat 100 trainers in a row, and if you did, you got um, I want to say that you got your choice of Ent Entei, Raikou, or Suicune. Um, and I did that. I did that at least three times <laughs> just Wait, to which, get all three of them. Which game? It was it was, was Coliseum or XD. I think it was XD. It's like the the first game. Like they they throw them at you like as enemy trainers, and uh, you can actually catch catch the dark ones that well, are thrown at you because they're usually like darkened. If so. I remember correctly, too, couldn't you connect, like, Ruby, Emerald, and Sapphire to it, uh, UG, and actually use your party from that game? Um, you could. I I want... It's been a very long time, but I want to say the 100 Floor Dungeon that I was talking about, um, gives you rentals. Ah. But yeah, you can transfer Pokemon back and forth. Because yeah, I remember doing... I remember playing it with... and using my Jalaxi from Ruby. Yeah, which you actually got from the... The Pokemon Coliseum bonus disc that yeah, you got for pre-ordering. I wish I still had that. I think it's worth some money now. Mm -hmm. The the first game also had like an actual teammate following you, like actual mm -hmm. company, like sort of. Although mm -hmm. though she was just there for to be whiny, kind of. But you had somebody, like, and it wasn't just you on your lonely journey, and the like the normal mainstream Pokemon games. I I didn't get to play. I didn't get to finish the XD. I need to get back to that. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, you start out with Eevee. You can you can you could evolve it into any of those types, and that, that's that's. If you think about it, that's more Pokemon than the three choices. And you're definitely picking Flareon, aren't you? I I don't know. Flareon might be viable in, in the old XD games. You don't. I don't know. I'm not sure how the stats and stuff were uh, done also, in that. Also, the thing I'm surprised you haven't bought up uh, port is the catching mechanic. 
I well, I tried with when I said the dark legendaries. You can catch you can catch the dark. Uh... Oh, right, right, right. If you if you ever, uh... yeah, uh, more detail. Uh, if you ever wanted to be like Team Rocket in any way or semi kind of like in any way, and, and you wanted like to steal all the people's Pokemon, you can do that in these Pokemon games. Uh, but you're doing it in a good way. Hashtag. Uh, if you see, th there are some Pokemon cloaked in darkness and their heart is closed and you can see that. And if you see that, you can catch them uh, with a special uh, doohickey. In the first game, it was a doohickey. I think in the second game, you just have an in innate uh, special ability to see dark Pokemon. But you can catch them and from another team to save them. Hashtag. You gotta like catch catch him and purify him. It was always like a pain to uh, yeah, it was a pain in the to first go through one. the process think, to purify I him. I think it was easier in the second one to purify them, but the first game was yeah, you had to be really uh, oof. Oh, also, it was really hard to level in those games mm -hmm. uh, with the limited number of like wild battles and trainer battles because you can't like re battle a trainer either. So like the the battles were a the battles were actually. Decently hard, especially when like when the first time I I went up to, against a guy and he had a Riker, I mean he had an an Entei, and I was like, why the hell does he have a legendary? I struggled through his whole team, like my team was like around like thirty seven, mm -hmm. th yeah, like thirty seven, and his was, was averagely like forties, and I was like, god damn. <laughs> then he got the Entei came, I was like, oh my god, I need to catch this, but I can't. I, I I'm gonna die. I and I actually did catch it. I was oh my god, I was so lucky. Uh, I did catch the Ente. Woohoo! But but yeah, there, there's like real challenge, like at least in the first game. I didn't play the second one enough to know how much challenge there is, but there's challenge too, like real challenge. Like you would not see this in the mainstream Pokemon games. My only complaint with those uh, Coliseum XD is that they were pokemon stadium adjacent enough that i feel like they could have put a pokemon stadium like mode in there where you could just like rent pokemon and fight your friends but they'd never have revisited the gameplay of pokemon stadium in like any form really like the closer yeah. you got was revolutions on the wii which was not the same thing at all um but the, i feel like it would the coliseum xd if they made a sequel to that it would be a good fit for a mode like that then not necessarily make its own uh, stadium that game yeah just i wonder... add that into one of the games man i want to i want to competitively battle with that i have to grind out <laughs> levels and and exp and EVs. stats and evs and i just want to throw some pokemon together and battle like in stadium stadium too you, you make you make a good point and i think that would be pretty fun but i it might be dead zoned because of all of the the website pokemon stuff all the you pokemon know. simulators that let you do that already I don't know. Like, uh, I can't. Yeah, they're all clunky and not, not, not. They're not the same. Like, I could sit there and play like Sword Shield, and it's it's about the same. I know what you're talking about. I know the mm -hmm. uh, like showdown and stuff is a thing, yeah. but they're they're not visually the same thing. Yeah, they're also not official. Yeah. Well, that's that's my that's my fourth. So, Sell it. Pulse Fort Pokemon Coliseum. Honestly, I'd have to give it the Psy one still for my for best number four. I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Pokemon Coliseum would be amazing. 
but I've also still get my fill of Pokemon. Like, there's so many Pokemon IPs still coming like around that it, it it would be amazing. But at the same time, they've kind of misfused the the Pokemon like Coliseum XD has almost become what Pokemon is now. Like Sword Shield, it's not exactly no. the same thing, but like there's their 3D environments that which was the big thing about Coliseum <laughs> back in the day. They're they're uh. <laughs> See people, people, people being like showing screenshots from from uh, Coliseum with with like Sword and Shield and like the Coliseum had better graphics, pretty much. It's also or, very, or, or, like, very limited. I'm mean, I'm not going to sit there and defend the graphics of it, but Coliseum was a very very linear game compared to like yeah. very very narrow in scope. Like they, it was yeah, it was very a little, small compared. But either way, the, the I feel like the mainline series has become so close to what Coliseum and XD were doing. Like the reasons I was playing Coliseum XD, that Siren just feels like a, it would be a different experience. Like that we're not really getting right now. That's fair. So the definitive number four, Siren. But it sounds like. Okay. So. You wait. You you both chose Siren. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Coliseum, good though. Also, gonna embargo I'm on. I might be the one who still cares, but <laughs> I don't have much experience besides back when we, I was like five to six playing it on the N64. So back to me. Yep, back to you if you're number three. You're number three, mm-hmm. coming in strong. We we're talking about Advance Wars. Nice. Also, also known as Fan. Famicom Wars in Japan, and for a short time on GameCube and Wii, was known as Battalion Wars. But and uh, Game Boy Wars. On the... Yeah, it was Game Boy Wars in uh in Japan as well. Because they were changing it pretty much with every console, they were just putting what the console was in Wars. Which is uh speaking of Game Boy Wars and Famicom Wars, this is another one on my series that did not get localized like it should, because we didn't actually get a game here in the West until. There were five games deep. We missed the first five games. You know what's a funny thing with that to uh, UG? What's that? Japan didn't get the final game either. Days of Ruin. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know that part, but that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny that that was that was your game because like uh, I didn't expect you to say that. I expected Zoth to say that, even yeah. though he didn't. He forgot yeah, about it. Me and Zoth used to play that together. He's the one that I actually introduced me to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. But Advanced Wars, it's a, it's a, a military-themed turn-based strategy game, kind of like an anime twist on it. They're very cartoon and stylized, um, and it's aesthetic and story. Not a whole lot to say about it other than I just really want to want to see another one. It's 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 kind of like if a uh, RTS and and Fire Emblem had a baby. You're not it's not an RPG like Fire Emblem, but it's very similar in gameplay and it's like the strategy element to it. I believe it was the same company that did both of them, and I believe Intelligent Systems did both. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd believe it. They're they're very similar, but mm-hmm. different enough. It's... In fact, I think it, I think the first Fire Emblem game was built off of the Van, uh, Family Wars engine. I can see that. But yeah, I just I just missed that series. We haven't seen a game since uh, since two thousand eight. So it's been yeah. twelve years, and that was on the DS with a Day of Ruin. Well, it's apparently a lot of people hate that one. Uh, I, I pl- definitely I can't remember which one it was because it's been a long time. But I definitely played one of the DS ones more than the other, I, and it, was, it probably was a uh, Dual Strike that I played more. But Day of Ruins, I feel like it, it had like 
it's always kind of had like this anime aspect to it, but Days of Ruin's story definitely got out there. It was definitely a little strange, if I remember correctly, if I'm not misremembering. I remember it being like post-apocalypse, a meteor hit, sent up a dust cloud, and was blocking the sun for years. Yeah, that's what I'm remembering too, and then there was like some flower that was taking people over. It it got crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've never actually beat it, so I can't give a full story thing, because... My strategy in those games were not very viable, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah, they were. They definitely got tough. My strategy was spam infantry until I could afford something better. Right. <laughs> God. <laughs> just zerg them. Just just build yeah, the cheapest much. things possible and try to overwhelm them. Pretty much. <laughs> it was. It was. It was fun going against off. I don't think I played a whole lot of the the PvP. I definitely just did mostly the story and the challenge missions. Yeah. Which is kind of strange because um, when I was researching and just looking it up, mm-hmm. the first five games yeah. um, didn't actually have a story. They were, I guess, just challenge maps. And then when we finally got it here in the West, is the first game that had a story to it. Actually, I think one of the GBA ones we got, I think, because we got two on the GBA, I think, and one of them didn't have mm-hmm. a story. Yeah. I don't remember the specifics on that, but there there were a couple on the GPA and then on the DS. And then there was a GameCube one called Battalion Wars and the Wii one that was called Battalion Wars. Yeah, the that GameCube one was weird. It wasn't the home-based strategy game. Yeah. <laughs> I never actually played the uh, 3D ones, the GameCube Wii one. I played a bit of it, but I never finished it. Yeah, that's all I've got to say. I mean, we can pass that on to Zoth if you're... Okay, yep. So, Yuji's number three, Advanced Wars slash Family Com slash Game Boy slash Battalion Wars. Yeah. <laughs> My number three is uh, uh, Dark RPG, JRPG on the PS2, eventually transitions from Dark to Dark Comedy to just Comedy, uh, Saddle Hearts. I've heard the title, don't know much about it. That we didn't get the first game, pretty much. The main character can transform into monsters. You get, along with EXP and whatnot, you get souls from killing monsters that you use to evolve your transformations and make them better. Yeah, and it's actually set in the real world, I believe, in the early 1900s. Because I know in the second game, Saw Nikolai is alive, so it's still Imperial Russia. But, uh,. Yeah, it's traditional tone-based RPG, except it does have a twist on it with the Judgment Wing mechanic, where when you go to make an attack or use an ability and whatnot, it actually has a timing thing, sort of like Legend of Dragoon or something like Legend of Dragoon, the Paper Mario's. Yeah, I love that when uh, a turn-based RPG throws in something a little more due than just select out of a menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more interactive. It makes you feel like you've uh, yeah. done something. Yeah. Like it was your... You did it. Oh, this is uh now that now that's coming back to me. This is the one that uh, the Wild is always also talking about Shadow yeah. Hearts. Yeah, he he's played... constantly talking about he, how he needs a second one. He played the second or, one. Yeah, a new one or a new one. Yeah. Yeah, the reason why I have it on this list, the last one was on the PS2 as well. But another reason why it's very unlikely to get a sequel is, from my understanding, the current owners of it are Universal. Who closed down the game division years ago? Right. But uh, there is hope for it though because 
apparently a lot of the original team that made the full Saddlehots game have made a new company called Wild Roses or something like that. And they actually have expressed interest in trying to get the, a hold of the IP to make a new game. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. What's I hate to see these these uh, games just die with like as companies die, like the IP dies with them. I hate seeing that. Yeah. Oh, another interesting thing they did in the game was each character, along with HP and MP, I believe it was MP or SP. No, not SP, because there was a third one called SP for sanity points. And each tone, your sanity went down by one, and if it hit zero, the character went berserk. And unrelated, but you just reminded me of a game that I should have had on my at least my honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to add one like in the middle of this on my honorable mentions. Okay. And they'd go berserk if it went down to zero, and depending on the character, depending on what they can do and whatnot, changed how high those sanity points were. Like. In the first game, the main character can... I think by the end game, I had him having like 30 Sandy points. While the main heroine had 9 or so. Yeah, Saddlehearts definitely needs a new game. Over to you, Port. Have you have you played and beaten all the Shadowhearts games, uh, Soth? I have played the entirety of the first one, most of the second one, and I have not played the third one yet. Ooh. I've been debating on if wanting to just... Start over with the first one and streaming the three of them, or just play them in my free time. Ah. Okay. Uh, so my third one is, is a simple title, but effective. Uh, this is. Most of my games seem to be, are like old games, which, I guess that was the, the trend that happened. But this is oh, the more sorry. this is the most more the most recent game <laughs> on my list. Uh, Shadow of Colossus. Of the Colossus, I uh, I I played it on PS3, I believe. Yes. So I'm just saying, you want a direct sequel, uh, not uh, something in the same world or whatnot, because they have made the way. You mean like Eco? Yeah. I don't know if Eco and uh, Last Guardian not... are are anything yeah. close to it. I'm not. I'm, I I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it. Shadow Colossus is also somewhere on my list. So uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I would love to see a Shadow mm -hmm. of the Colossus actual sequel. Not, I mean, Last Guardian is cool, but it's mm -hmm. it's not, and it, I don't count that. It's Maybe, even yeah, in, like, even they yeah. consider like a spiritual soul successor, which isn't in the same line, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't count Eco or any or Last Guardian or any of that. I want like like fighting these giant monstrosities and taking them down, for a different reason. Uh, maybe maybe different kind of uh, large monster things because uh, I don't want to spoil like what happens at the end of uh, the original Shadow of Colossus uh, but like I, I had a lot of time like 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 traveling the land finding these beasts destroying them uh, you, you come to this land to save uh, your love interest who died and this dark entity tells oh. you if you if you kill them all. Do they ever actually specifically say that the girl is your love interest? Nope, but never with the like we... No, I don't think... It, it could be no, anybody. It could be just... your sister. That could... The game is very vague. It's, it's yeah. very much left for interpretation. Nothing yeah, about it's it is. It's, it's, what I, it's what I interpreted it, but yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's up to interpretation, but, and but it, it is said. theory about uh, him uh, having actually kidnapped and accidentally killed her when he's trying to bring her back. Interesting. 
Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of theories about the game. It was originally released in 2005 on the PS2. Um, they had a really amazing, pretty much one for one remake on PS or on PS4 in 2018. Um, but I didn't count that as as a sequel because it's pretty much a one for one remake. Yeah. I mean, you did the same thing with Spyro. But so it was it'd be, yeah. <laughs> it'd be it's weird. an amazing remake. That's my number three. I mean, as all were talking a little yesterday, this is the one that I was hinting at that technically had like has other games in its universe, like you were saying, but I don't think that. Yeah. I even. I mean, we can count Last Guardian as a sequel if you'd like, but even still, I would like a yeah, more direct really, sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. I wouldn't yes. really count it either. I was just pointing it out in full because I know probably if this does get listened to by people, the, someone would point it out in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just bringing it up because of that. Even though that uh, the team definitely does not like to do direct sequels, it seems, because every game that they've made yeah. has been not the That's... same as the last. Yeah, well, even Danku and Doc, the Lex sequels, even reusing the same gameplay. Yeah. I just, like, I, just love, I just love crawling over... I like games that make me feel like... Mm-hmm. I, I usually like games that are like, you're like the toy soldiers and you're like real small. Mm-hmm. And then everything looks big. That game does the opposite, where it just makes you the same size, but everything else is massive. Yeah, but you still the... get kind of the same sense of like crawling around. And I, mean, I sort of had the plastic Iron Man RTS on my list. <laughs> it's in my honorable mentions. I didn't make my actual list. Yeah, I played that. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. So, size number three, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Who's got the best number three? Like I said, Shadow Closet is also on my list, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that that one's going to get my vote. Okay, I'll go ahead and go with it too, so it's unanimous. Yeah. Well, side didn't vote. Or portable didn't vote. I just, <laughs> I just didn't you know. Got it. Yeah. That was going with the assumption he would vote on it. Yep. Easy. Big boy number two. Yep. Number We're looking two. at one of my favorite racing games of all time. Any Nintendo fan who's listening is probably also going to agree with me, but F-Zero. F-Zero needs a new game, F-Zero. and it needs one bad. We have not seen a new game since 2004. I was, I was half expecting you to say Hydra Thunder when you mentioned Nintendo. <laughs> it might be on my... Not, Hydra Thunder has nothing to do with Nintendo, but that might be on my honorable mentions. I'm a, I'm a big racing fan, um, but F-Zero is... is you, depending on what week you ask me, it's my favorite racing game. It's a futuristic racing game, if you don't know, where you're racing around hover vehicles on on actual racetracks that are, like, crazy. They go upside down, spin, loop, all do it. It's pretty much like Hot Wheels if it was in the future. Uh, but the games are really known for their just sense of speed. You feel like you're going a million miles an hour. A little bit of combat in there where you're bumping into people trying to take them out as well. It's just a really good racing game. Um, that hasn't seen a game in a very long time. The, the last game I did see was in on a, the GBA, which are good games, but they're not. I just need to see a, a modern take on it. Freaking! Uh, I remember the anime being freaking weird. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I ever watched the anime. They definitely tried to make a uh, Captain Falcon a a character though, for like smashing everybody, for yeah. all the the side stuff. Um, in the actual game, you don't get a whole lot of that. Some of the games do have like a little bit of a story going on, but. Yeah, it's thought that I think that guy with amnesia, I can't remember his name, Wido Wheel or something like that. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a very weird anime that came on, I think, Foxbox back in the day. Right. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah, I think it came on, like, right after Colby, right back at you. Seen some of that. 
Yeah, it's just a good time. If you're a racing fan you got, and you somehow haven't played that series, you got to do yourself a favor. Even the SNES version. The SNES version is probably my favorite version, but the GameCube version and the N64 version are also very good if you're into 3D instead of just a 2D sprite. I'd, I'd only ever put GBA 1. Yeah, that's just crazy. The GBA ones are good, but the SNES ones are definitely... The SNES one is my favorite. And the GameCube one is, is hard. That game, <laughs> if you want a hard racing game that just doesn't hand you your wins, that game is for you. That game is hard. And that game's notoriously hard. There's no rubber banding or anything. If you if you fall back, you fall back. You you gotta catch up. <laughs> Usually there is no catching up, but they're they're good. Yeah, there's always catching up. It's called the reset button. Yeah, <laughs> you guys will just reset the race if you fall too far behind. So uh, UG's number two, F zero. Zero. My number two, I technically cheat a tiny bit on this one, but Clock Tower slash Haunting Ground. Yeah. Because Haunting Ground is a spiritual successor to Clock Tower 3. But, uh. Yeah. There was also a spiritual successor, I think, back in like 2013 14, but apparently that did horribly. Because there was a 3D hollow point and click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. That's the original one that I I remember just like seeing being introduced to the series. I never actually have played any of them, but the uh, it always reminded me of Maniac Mansion um, a little bit. Yeah, the original one's a Super Family Con game. You can easily find reproductions with the English translation on it. Right. Uh, and pretty much. Young Jennifer and a couple of her friends are being adopted by a uh, something Bolos, I can't remember his false name. And uh, they get there, the lights go out, Jennifer goes to figure out what's happening, comes back, everyone's gone. And then slowly her friends are being murdered by Scissor Man, who's yeah. like. Uh, He's one of the scariest villains, I feel like, in any of the. The, yeah. the giant Scissor Man is terrifying. Yeah. Who's like a nine year old kid with a pair of gardening seals, pretty much. But in the actual game, they look massive. They're, if they're supposed to be guarding yeah. shears, that, those scissors are massive. Yeah, no, the scissors are bigger than he is. Yeah. But, uh, and there's the second game, which came out as this Clock Tower 1 heel, which takes place after the first game, and uh, you figure out the canon ending is everyone's dead. Just because that's the one that came here, was everyone... It just she survived the incident. No one else did. But then there's a reporter trying to figure out like what happened in that case, and then Scissorman starts attacking again. Yeah. And then there was a spinoff that got listed as Clock Tower Two here, Ghostface. Oh, yeah, it's Ghostface. I can't remember what it is on the other one. That is universally hated by everyone. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It's like it. You can easily soft lock your save by doing stupid stuff. Well, not even by doing stupid stuff, by missing something stupid. Like I know in a YouTube video I was watching, the guy talked about uh, in the first area there's a suit of armor, and if you don't examine it and get chased by it, then in a later area it's gonna fall from the ceiling and kill you. And if you didn't do it in the first area when you could, you just you can't continue. Yeah, that's it's uh that's his point and click roots showing. Mm. <laughs> it's from an era that. And third game has next to no connection besides fan sourcing in the Sizzle Men. 
Right. Uh, and it was developed by Capcom instead of Human Entertainment. And uh, it... Well, it's it's a fun game. I wouldn't say it's as good as the false game. Or as good as the spiritual successor they made afterwards, Haunting Ground. But I think they'd actually had like a Clock Tower 4 in development. And then they got told, hey, we're not giving you the lights to this anymore. So they just changed the name. Right. Because that game, have, is you can definitely tell they wanted to make a new Clock Tower game with it. Right. My thing with that series is I've never actually played them again. I've, I've mostly just watched them through mm-hmm. you guys, and mostly you've been streaming some of them recently. Yeah, it's um, and Haunting Ground. But the thing I like about that series is, I'm sure it's not the first, but it, it definitely is one of the first to kind of make the run away from the killer. Don't, mm-hmm. Like, you don't have much control in taking, like, defending yourself other than hiding. It, it made that very popular. It's for, like, amnesias and stuff yeah. could, like kind of take that and push it further, but it, if it was kind of like the first ones doing that, I feel like. Honestly, it would not surprise me if it was, because it was like that sits the super family convos and Yeah, it, it, it was, uh, it kind of made that that genre of, of horror, survival horror kind of a a popular thing, I feel like. Over to Cypher, his number two. Did you speaking of scissors? Did you have you? Do you guys remember the movie Edward Scissorhands? I have never actually seen it. That's unfortunate. I know about it. I've never actually seen it. I guess I guess it's good. Um, it it was, is good. It's a I, I Tim Burton it. and Johnny Depp. You can't go wrong. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, honestly it wasn't until recently. I I thought it was a horror movie for years. No, it's like yeah, a I, a I comedy at least. Yeah, I just recently learned it wasn't a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's got some weird, like, art, like, not to get off track, but it, it's got some art stuff, like, if you saw it as a screenshot, you might think that, because, like, where, mm. where Edward lives, his house is kind of, like, got, like, a, a Dracula, you know, that, like, yeah, creepy European, like, yeah, style to, like, some of the art on it, but, uh, yeah, it's mostly, mm. mostly yeah. A, a family movie. Uh, so, yeah, uh, my number two uh, is, is kind of, like, another, like, kind of Pokemon old spinoff sort of thing, but not a, it's not Pokemon, but it's like Pokemon-like and the fact that you can catch things and train them and and fight. Uh, Jade Cocoon? I've never heard of that. That's unfortunate. It's It was it was great. The first one is very good. First one is good. We don't talk about the second game. The only other second game. We don't talk about that. But I want a real sequel to the, the like first game like it could be a generation or something in, in the game world or, so, or or something like that but nothing like this what they tried to do uh you uh you start out in a village and you become uh pretty much promoted promoted to a hunter which will which let, will let you uh capture these creatures uh outside with a by playing a flute and putting them in these cocoon Pretty much cocoon pokeballs. So you can almost say it's a jade cocoon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You said the title. You said it. You, you did it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can catch them. You can have up to three at a time. Uh, you also fight, but you're usually never as strong as you know actual monstrous things. 
and uh, it had a story. There was some drama. There had some mystery. Your father was was a was a hunter as well, but he died, I believe. Uh, you can also one of the best, one of the cool mechanics that you'll never see in the main Pokemon games is uh, the creatures you find. You can actually fuse together, and uh, they will actually affect what what uh, the outcome will look like. So if you have like this turtle thing and you fuse it with like a drake, it'll have a like, head of a drake and like a turtle body. I remember the levels also affected that too, because I remember I had two of the total thing, and depending on what's one I fused the drake with, it actually changed like what it actually looked like and what it was. Yeah, you like you pretty much choose the first one is like the main mish body, and then the other one affects it. And which can with, there's there's so many combinations of of appearance uh, with that. Or you could just try to go for stats, and eventually your thing will look like a monstrosity, like mine did. Like, like ugly. Like it was, it it was like, it, it I, I could tell I was screaming. It wanted to die. I would not <laughs> let it. I would not let it. Like, it was in pain. You just clips away there made me think of the Chow Garden from the Sonic games when you give them animals. Yeah. Oh. From the Sonic oh, Adventure it's such a good game. That's such a good game. Mm-hmm. They just make a standalone like that, and like. Oh, no, as man. A... Have you played that recently? The Child Garden was a. We're talking about Child Garden now, right? Yeah, specifically the Child Garden. Yeah, <laughs> like the Child Garden was the only good thing about that game. Like the rest of that game is. Yeah, I might be hot taking over here, but I do not like. Yeah, people, although it bought the games very much. That game's still considered beloved, so that definitely is a hot take, Yuji. Although, although it's definitely one of the better 3D Sonic games, but I, I feel like the bar is so low on that that mm-hmm. I still don't want to play through most of that. I just want the chows. Yeah, you just play for the chows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also, but it also taught you to be abusive because the only way to get the black cool ones was to like beat up your your chow or throw the egg. I think you could also get like blight heavenly ones from taking good care of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I yeah, don't were, didn't remember that. Yep, there were three different garden type things, and you unlocked another garden for getting the dark ones or the light ones. Huh. Uh, one quick thing. Uh, you, the hunter, uh, when you become of age, you have to choose a wife, and the wife's duty is to take the cocoons that you capture and purify them, and then you can use them, or you can turn them into silk and then sell that for money. Uh, but every time. Every time your wife does a purification, like it's supposed to like be really painful for her and actually like to slowly corrupt her into like this rash kind of thing. It's it's a it's it's rough being a wife in that uh uh thing. There's, there's a lot of trust, a lot of uh devotion. Uh and like yeah, it's it's kinda of, it's it's a little dark like that. I don't think I don't think it ever kills her. It's, it's yeah. I that reminds me. I need to add Jade Cocoon to the list of games I want. <laughs> oh, but the second the second That's game so... is awful. What's well, not not the yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, with it, you could have like you you could have like nine nine different different creatures, but like they they did like the Pokemon like Pokemon mode where you like turn the 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 the, the stage around. <laughs> The rotation battles. Yeah, the rotation right. thing. But, but there's nine of them. You have. I mean, well, I mean there's that still only game. four, but but you could have three. There's three creatures on each uh, wedge of wedge, battle wedge. 
Right. And it, it's just so it's so much more simplistic and just blah that it, it mm. it's it's really unappealing in my opinion. That's why I don't that's why I don't want to count it like as a sequel at all mm. to that. Well, and, this one, and, man, it's and, a sequel. <laughs> it's there whether you like it or not. But we can get mm. a third one. Thank you. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. But yeah, that's it's not a real sequel, in my opinion. Man, if I had to count the 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 Spyro games <laughs> that came after the Spyro three. So who's got the best number two? Well, I I'm gonna no. let you guys say your piece because I have a feeling I'm gonna be breaking the tie. Uh, well, I'm not a fan of unless somebody wants to come over here and I know. Well, I know you guys aren't big race fans, so I know you're not gonna pick F Zero. <laughs> but I feel like F Zero definitely. Out of all these, need a needs a sequel more. Um, but with that being said, the only other one that I've seen or have any experience with it would be Haunting Ground and uh, Clock Tower. Yeah, I think it, I've, Unless somebody wants to come over to Raceland with me. I have barely played any F Zero, so I don't feel <laughs> white full. Like I've only right. actually touched the one on the GBA, and I didn't play much of it. Racing Willy ain't uh, my genre. Well, I like Mario Kart, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about the extent there's Mario Crash Kart Team Racing. Class. I'll go with Jade Cocoon on this one. That's okay. surprising. Because I can't... I can't... Like, I, I also cannot, like, mm-hmm. uh, honestly say Racing or... Oh, I don't. Or, or the game Sauce uh, talked about, because I'm, I'm not a fan of that uh, that series. But... Uh, Jade Cocoon, definitive number say, two. Yep. Jade yeah. So, Yuji, bringing in the number ones. So number my number four. one was spoiled a little while ago, so I don't have to stay on it very often. Um, my number <laughs> one is Shadow Colossus. I, I think it, it's my, it's one of my favorite games. It's up there, like really high. It would be probably in my top ten, top five, maybe. Um, but it's one of the series that I really like that just doesn't have a sequel. Like it's just, it's just one game. If you want to count. The spiritual sex actions successors even then it's been a while yeah um i just i really like clobbered over some colossus man it's just <laughs> so that's why and it, i just like that that game is just a colossus like the yeah. the world's not it's empty on purpose like they give you that sense of like you're alone um but there's no other combat outside of climbing up on these colossus and just taking them out and they're all they all get taken out differently they're all unique they're all it's almost like a puzzle game in a way, like I can see that. It's just a really good game, and it's my number one. Number one pick needs a sequel. Haven't seen a new, new one since two thousand five. My number one is probably not shocking to either of you guys. I'm assuming you guys were expecting this to be on my list somewhere. Uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Nice. Because <laughs> there has not been a new one since Downpour back in twenty twelve. And, uh, well, I played it on Pat, so my experience is probably a little biased on that. The, it was not amazing. It was probably better than the one that came before at Homecoming, but that's about it, I'd say. The latest Konami's done with it is actually interesting with uh, Dead by Daylight DLC for pure, to get Pyramid Head and Heather Mason into the game. But besides that, pretty much all Konami's done is a pachinko machine. Oh, I also think there was a dungeon crawler on the Vita. 
Silent Hill dungeon crawler? Yeah, on the Vita. It's like Book that's of Memories or something like that. I'm not sure if that's newer than Downfall, but yeah, from my understanding, it's a, like an RPG dungeon crawler and not a horror game. Yeah, Silent Hill is a classic. It definitely is. It, it's strange to me that they've let it go so long without a sequel with how classic Silent Hill is. Like, you can't bring up survival horror without anybody mentioning Silent Hill. Yeah. It's very it's very strange that they're not, like, still out here with Resident Evil doing it. Definitely. But part of the problem is, after Silent Hill 4, they pretty much just, like, hey, you want to you make a Silent Hill game to a bunch of diff- different yeah. wrestling studios? Like, I think the people who made Homecoming, uh, they hadn't made a single game before that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how how loose they were with the licensing of it. With yeah. like I said, it's a household name. You you may, yeah. you can't you can't talk about Survival Horror without bringing it up. And then there's the horrible HD collections that they freaking had lost the original source code for, and they had the people who they licensed to make the HD collection got unfinished source code crazy mm-hmm. and then for the third game and they also did new dubs for the game but supposedly the reason i hold for it on the for the third game is that one of the people is actually pretty much a wall and no one's seen or hold from them anytime recently and so they couldn't get they couldn't get the permission to make the or to use the original voice cast from that person it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah it, it sucks when i don't want like the company to own like somebody else's work but at the same time if it's part of their work they should probably have been yeah. they should probably own the the dub that they've already done for it yeah definitely and it, i mean it, it's not uncommon for companies just to like scrap their source code once they're done with the game but it's definitely mm-hmm. a a sad thing like pr- mm-hmm. preservation for gaming has definitely come a long way so it's not as common now but back in the yeah. day man once they were done with the game that stuff was out the window yeah pretty much they, they didn't keep anything around I will say, there have been rumors of Sony working on a Silent Hill game for about a year now, but... Yeah, that, it, it was a, it was definitely a sad announcement when uh, mm-hmm. PC, which was originally a trailer for the next Silent Hill game, got mm-hmm. scrapped. Like, yeah. that, that, that game, like, that thing blew up so big, it was, so, I don't know how they let that scrap, get scrapped, but it was, yeah, it was definitely. very promising. But, uh, yeah, supposedly, for like a year, there's been a rumor of Sony... Wo- working with Konami to make a new Silent Hill game, but the rumor keeps saying, like, hey, at this event, they're going to show off a trailer. And then at each of those events, they've never shown a trailer. So, take that as a grain of salt. There's hope, but it's... Yeah, I can't imagine that there's never going to be another Silent Hill game, but it's definitely been in limbo for way too long. See, this is another another thing with Konami. Yeah. I mean... They haven't really done much game wise as of late. They've got they've got our Goemons and Silent Hills and Oh, and why and one of my honorable mentions, Castlevania. Castlevania. They've got them all hostage. Yep. Put them in something other than Marvel's Capcom. Oh wait, no. <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of by honorable mentions mm-hmm. uh, are relegated to just being in Cap- Marvelous Capcom now, that, that's what I had on the mind. So, that was just but, a slip-up. Uh, and the last Castlevania game's been Lords of Shadows 2, which was like eight to nine years ago. Castlevania has been, I mean, it, it's been gone so long that the mm-hmm. spiritual 
uh, Spears listed out there, quote unquote, has come out and it's done really well. Yeah, no, like uh, Bloodstain has got to carry the torch for them when they've got mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got they've got it. They just need to put it out, you know. Yep. They could easily. It yeah, doesn't really make sense how you let such a big title, big big name like that that everybody knows mm-hmm. go under or not be seen for so long at least. Yeah, yeah. My number one, uh, Silent Hill. So, Paul, what's your number one? You know, man, those Silent Hill movies, pretty good. Those I like them. They were a fun hated. time. They were a fun time. If, <laughs> yeah. if you don't go in and as a Silent Hill like, fanatic and just like take them for the other fun. Well, my, right. my only, going to that for a bit, my only major complaint with the second Silent Hill movie is the fact uh, whole love interest in the original thing is a 37-year-old man. Yeah, I can see that. And also... You want to, you know the reason why come uh, they swapped the main character, the female, for the first movie? They thought a bond between a mother and daughter would be stronger than the bond between the father and daughter. That's yeah, strange. Because in the original story plotline for the first one, that's uh, what is the first Silent Hill game. It's a guy, it's a father looking for his daughter. But they thought that would uh, people would bond more with a mother looking for a daughter more, so they changed it to a female. That's strange. Yep. Strange choices. Yep. So, Psy with number one. Number one. Psy port. Uh, portable Psy. Psy portable. Not. Uh, port Psy. My. Psy port her. I'm about to take some cyanide. And happiness. Yeah. My number one is uh, Okami. Okami. Was no, like like the first Okami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was big. It was it was beautiful. Uh, open world uh, fighting. It was too easy, but it was it was a fun time. Uh, they did have a sequel on the handheld, but like it was pretty linear in comparison, which is because it was on port, so or it was it was handheld, so it's obviously mm-hmm. not going to be as Open world and big, but I, 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 if if they make it like a third one in the series, I, I want it, I want it on console again. I want it mm-hmm. open world and maybe a little harder. Uh, I want that beauty back, you know. Like a lot of people want that back. Yeah. Never actually played Okami then, but I do, I do like my Okami. I was going to mention maybe a, a lost episode where this would have been the second time that it had been yeah. on our on a list, but, but yeah, I don't think that that episode, episode was be the second time when you mentioned the lost episode. Yeah. The lost episode. But, which uh, will never come out because the audio is too jacked. Yep. And had leak because yeah, the audio was too jacked. Uh, sadly. Ten. That's number one. Yeah, sadly, like a lot of the other ones, that one's probably not very likely because the studio that made it left Capcom. Yeah. And it's another one that gets relegated to, to, to Marvel vs. Capcom. The only time you ever see a Matarazzi pop up is in that game. Mm hmm. Yeah, also I'm surprised you never. I'm surprised you never showed up in uh, Project Cross Zone. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I, I don't think Amaterasu ever actually talks. I think he's just gets she gets talked to. Yeah, I believe so. At least in the. First so it might one. be weird in, in a, a text-based game or a text-heavy game like that. I mean, the fly no- or the flea normally does the talking for, doesn't he? True. They could just do that. I mean, if they. 
if they found a way to get a past Link being silent in a Musou game, uh, a Musou <laughs> game, they can get around the Matawasu being quiet. Well, see, the thing is, I'm going to go off on a tangent again. Link is not silent. He talks. He's just not voiced. Mm-hmm. But nobody in those games are usually voiced. And up until recently, now yeah. nobody's been voiced. Yeah. Because you, you answer questions left and right. You're yes and no and everybody. And, and, and it's like Skyward Sword. You're, you're picking actual, like, long answers. He yes. talks. He's just not... Or if it's like red. That's what I was going to say. It's compared Pokemon. to Wed. You pick yes and no's in Pokemon a lot. Yeah. And whatnot. But now anytime Wed appears, it's dot dot dot. Yeah, when when you when you when you when you battle him again in the second game, uh, he's just like dated, question man. mark. He's, he's a tough mark. man. Exclamation point. Battle. Yeah, for so who's got the best number one? I don't right. care what you two vote for, but I'm voting Silent Hill no matter what. This yeah, is the tough one because I, I both I'm going to go ahead and say we're not putting Shadow of the Classes on here twice. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and mark mine out. It's not, it is my number one, but I, I don't want it on our official list twice. Um, Silent Hill hey. and Okami are both. I, I like you, Silent Hill. I like it. That's all right. What are you going but, for? But uh, I'd have to go Okami. Dang, you're going to break the tie. You asked like, uh... ask me. We'll see. I feel like I'm gonna go Okami, just because I'm more likely to play an Okami than I am Silent Hill. I'm I like horror games. I like I don't play a lot of horror games myself though. I'm very uh, perfectly understandable. Besides, very skittish around horror. As it you know, yeah. I do go through them every now and then, but I'm very picky with what I can go through. I usually admire them from afar while somebody else play them. Yeah, perfectly um, understandable. Besides. Uh... Besides, I think a Silent Hill sequel is more likely than an Okami sequel. Yeah, we can even speak Okami into existence. We're getting Okami. Silent Hill no matter what, yeah. I feel like. Okami horror game. Oh, Okami no. Hill. I'm, out. I'm back to Silent Hill, if that's, if that's <laughs> what they're going with. Okami Hill. So, Yuzi, what's the definitive list? Definitive list. Nobody can question these games need sequels. And they're the top five games that need sequels we're looking at. Number five. Fire the Dragon. Number four, Siren. Number three, Shadow of the Colossus. Number two, Jade Cocoon. And number one, Needs a Dagon sequel tomorrow, Okami. That's, that's the list, man. That is our definitive top five thing needed sequels in gaming. It's a good, it's a good round list. You've got platformers, you got survival horror, you got adventure, you've got mm-hmm. JRPG, and then action JRPG. Pretty round list. That's a pretty rounded list. I like that. So, uh, Yuji, what are your honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Sorry, I've got I've got a pretty good handful. I had to cut a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are the, the honorable mentions that I want to get out there. Kid Icarus. I haven't seen a game in 13 years. Um, I know it's kind of. Wait, Wait, 13 years old. Yeah, that, the last Kid Icarus game was 13 years ago in 2012. Crap, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know it's kind of cheating to put Valve games on a list like this, but. I, I was gonna do Half Life for the memes, but it actually got recently got a, a sequel of sorts with Alex, so it's it's on here. But I want Half Life Three, not Half Life Alex. Um, Portal, of course, eleven years since Portal Three. Where the heck is that at? Team Fortress Two, um, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I know it still gets updated, not recently, but semi regularly. It's not even the same game anymore. Um, but that game was released two thousand seven. Where's, where's, where's Team Fortress Three? <laughs> the Army Men. 
What's up? Making too much money off the hats. I know, right? The Army Men games. Um, we've seen a game in 2010. Evidently, there was a, a mobile game. I've never played it. I really just wanted Army Man RTS 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful Joe. I haven't seen a game from them in 15 years. Uh, Splinter Cell. He has, he, Sam Fisher has recently showed up in some Ubisoft properties, but he's not had his own game since 2013. Sewn up in the Ghostly Con Wildlands as a side quest giveaway. Yeah, they And in the Rainbow Six Seeds as a playable operative. They've been using Sam, and they've been hinting at a new Silent Hill, or Splinter Cell, sorry, slip up. Um, but he hasn't been, actually had his own game since 2013. Honestly, I'd, I'd play that Silent Hill game. Splinter <laughs> <laughs> Cell, Silent Hill, yeah. Um, Conquer Bad Fur Day. I would. It, his whole game was just like pop culture references in that time, which was 19 years ago. Um, I would just love to see an updated version of that. What, what kind of references they would make, what kind of movies they would spoof on. It would mm-hmm. be a good time. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Hydra Thunder one probably between that and F Zero, they go back and forth between being my favorite racing game of all time. Well, I suppose um, Wipeout's not, but on the. See, the only reason Wipeout is I play Wipeout a lot, but it's because if I had F Zero, I wouldn't play Wipeout. I, I prefer F Zero, but it's the closest F Zero that is just... still modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Earthbound, of course, couldn't make mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't have a list like this without mentioning Earthbound. Uh, Twenty five years since we've gotten Earthbound. Uh, Mother Three came out fourteen years ago, mm-hmm. um, which is easily to to translate, but it never got officially released here. Mm-hmm. And that that's my honorable mentions. Like I said, that's a, that's a long list, but I had to cut it. I cut I cut some stuff. Yeah, we can, that one. It's actually harder to find a non-translated uh, Mother Three cartridge than it is to find a translated one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it gets translated pretty often, or pretty easily. It's got fan translations and everything, so it's a pretty easy game to get a hold of if you're mm-hmm. looking into starting dipping your toe into imports and uh, things that were not trans are brought over. Mm-hmm. Like I've actually tried. To buy an untranslated one because well, I got the What's Wrong 5, I can just put the pads on that. Mm-hmm. And I could not find a single untranslated one being sold. Yeah, you'd have to like look at Japanese auction places somewhere mm-hmm. probably to find it. Yeah. So is that all your honorable mentions? Yeah, that's all that I've gotten written down. I had to mm-hmm. restrain myself. Okay. For my honorable mentions, Dragon Valor, uh, PFX, and RPG it was very interesting in the fact you go down Xenoasins in that game. Uh, Star Ocean. We got a fifth one on the PS4 and whatnot, but it did horribly, so it's likely to not be seen anytime recently or anytime soon. Uh, Lost Dimension. Me and my wife were currently playing that on stream. Uh, it's got a lot of interesting ideas. I think a second game could fix up some of the problems with it, but it's not likely to get one. Castlevania. I've mentioned that earlier. It's Konami. Right. Uh, Fatal Flame. What's it's had a it got a fifth game on the Wii U as digital only. What's they did not advertise that game pretty much at all, because I found out about I was excited for it and I found out it came out like four months later. Danganronpa. After the way they've ended the third game, I don't really see them doing another game in that series ever. Right. God, I don't know. I feel like I hear I hear that. That game get mentioned like a lot, even between people who don't really like. There, who was a celebrity that was recently playing through that on Twitch? Uh, Terry Crews. <laughs> yeah, Terry Crews was recently playing that on Twitch recently. I'm like, that uh, game's got some recogni- recognition, 
beyond just like the gaming sphere. I feel like I hear people talking about that. Game has been doing a let's play through it. Like I'm saying, there's a good series, but after how they ended the third one, I cannot. They'd have to rewrite. They'd have to (laughs) rewrite that ending. Right. That was pretty. uh... As, as just. Oh, I'd want to see what the hell they'd do with it uh, for the next one. Uh, Where's the evil Gaiden on the Game Boy Color? <laughs> I'd want to see what they'd do with that if they made yeah. a new one. I can see that. Uh, these ones did not make my list because yeah, the next that one plus the next three didn't make my actual list because they're technically spinoffs of active series. Uh, Digital Devil Saga Two. It was more of a Digital Devil Saga series. I'd like to see another sequel in that, not necessarily continuing the plot, but it was a Shin Megami Tensei game with traditional, more traditional JRPG style that they just don't do anything with anymore. I'm also unsure if they actually own the whites to it because they actually brought a third-party author in to write the story of it, and that author's been making novels based on these characters, so I don't know if Atlas actually owns the whites to it or not. Right, that's weird. I've never, it's just like, it's official fan fiction. Yeah. If they, if she doesn't. some. I mean, I'm sure she has to, because they would probably shut it down if not, but... Yeah, but uh, she's released, like, I think five books on the Quantum Devil Saga, starring That's all, crazy. Yeah, starring these characters. It's interesting. Uh... Then a uh, Sumigami Tensei Devil Survival. It was an SRPG game, time management as well. Like you had to do stuff at specific times, and if you failed to do it, stuff would get locked out. And to the extent where you can easily have roots locked out from forgetting one thing to do one thing. And uh, I'd like to see them make another Resident Evil Outbreak game, but in the Outbreak, more in the Outbreak style, not like Up Waste and Raccoon City. Right. Yeah, I had a few on my list that were like had a little too many caveats to be put on my list. Like I had mm-hmm. uh, Fallout One and Two on mm-hmm. my list um, because after that they went to like the three D. Yeah. But I would really like to see a new Fallout game that did the SRPG thing where everything was turn based again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I did cut that from the list, but I wanted to mention it anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I contain myself. Sai, so, you honorable mentions. Uh. First, Neverland Card Battles. It was a PSP game. Uh, you you have you do cards, and you, you you yourself move across the battlefield. A certain amount of points depend on the character, uh, and you summon depend on how many tiles you you have gone over. So it's kind of like, uh, you, if you played Magic, your mana is how many tiles you control. So if you go across four titles, you uh, those four tiles are blue, and uh, you have four mana to summon and stuff. And then you can summon a creature and, and everything. Uh, your opponent can also walk over yours and, and take that as well. And make that red. Uh, the creatures you summon also can take can take mana spots for you. Like My strategy was like summoning this werewolf thing, which moves like like four spaces, which is a lot for a creature. And I, I would like... I pretty much broke the game with that. Uh, I'd really like a, a sequel to this, because there was a lot of characters, a lot of different main characters. They all had different... Uh, uh, leader abilities um it was interesting an interesting card game um it it's almost sort of like uh Yu-Gi-Oh! duelist of roses if yep. you ever played that yep where you have a main person move, move move across the thing that you that if it's attacked that's your main uh your main life points that you could right. use 
It was it was a it was a really good little gem on the PSP, and I really enjoyed it. Um, Threads of Fate, uh, RPG, really fun. Uh, really needs a sequel. Uh, I also have Conqueror's Bad for a Day. Nice. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's just 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 the profanity and 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 the 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 sheer oh my god why this is this was a game. Uh, <laughs> the bad thing how is, is this, how is this accepted? This is the amazing. bad thing is before Bad Fur Day, Conquer does have an, like another game. It was on the GBA, not a not crude at all. It's like a kid friendly platformer <laughs> on the GBA, and then he was also put in Diddy Kong's Racing mm-hmm. um, as a playable character before Conquer's Bad Fur Day came out, and then that's what they did with him is they turned him <laughs> into the crude squirrel. It's so good. Like like the the, the freaking the poop song will always be haunting my brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The great mighty poo. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I just want to see what they would do with it, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have Legend of Dragoon. Really needs a sequel. I can see that. It was it, it, it was it was a fun thing, and you and you also did the button presses to to do your attacks and stuff at the right time. <laughs> uh, uh, Bloodborne. I have Bloodborne on there. I love that. It was dark, gritty. Uh, it, it was, I would I would be surprised if Bloodborne doesn't get a sequel sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is way too popular, not since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Very bloody. Very bloodborne. Very love. Uh, and uh, th- this game was like a guilty pleasure. This next one, my mm-hmm. last one, my honorable mention, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. It was. It was just fun. Metal it was sort of, a, sort of a sort of a sort of a spinoff of Metal Gear, uh, but. Uh, but like it was so fun, like slashing and doing all this stuff. And like, you felt like a badass if you, well, if you if you did it right. If we're talking Metal Gear sequels or Metal Gear spinoffs that need a sequel, where, where's Acid Three at? Sure. Yeah. What's um, a Acid Three man on something that I can play that's not gonna mm-hmm. destroy my hands? <laughs> <laughs> but yep, that's my honorable mentions. Okay, I'm surprised you didn't mention Parasite Eve. I. Uh... There's a Maybe. lot of games, man, yeah, that could I'll put it up on list. Yeah, I... I could probably go on all day about games that I'd like to see a sequel to. I had to really restrain myself for this list. Because yeah, I was expecting it to be on his main list, is why I was bringing it up. I completely forgot about it, but, like, it is, like, one of my favorite, favorite things of all time. Uh... Okay. Real quickly, uh... I love the first game, I love the second game, and then they ruin it. They <laughs> they just ruin it. They soiled it. They soiled it hard, and like I really we really need a sequel to the second game, or at least or maybe maybe you know maybe redo the whole thing mm-hmm. in a good way, like bring it back to the old horror roots of uh like the first game, and RPG moving around the battlefield, shooting, leveling up, earning or evolving into these powers the plot twist the horror the transformations it was great mm-hmm. it was that's my version of that's my favorite version of uh of resident evil back in the day my, my resident evil rpg that's what well, i like to call it fun fact that was almost the final fantasy spinoff man i love i love how loose square is with like there's so many just anything that's rpg that square makes it's like mm-hmm. slap final fantasy on it or spinoff yeah. final fantasy pretty much yeah that and now they've got so many that are like Obviously, Final Fantasy spinoffs, but they just didn't name Final Fantasy, like Bravely Default yeah. or, or Octopath Travelers. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And then you get stuff that was clearly not a Final Fantasy game, but they just slapped Final Fantasy on in the West. 
Right. Like the saga games for a while went under. Like I think Final Fantasy Legends was. Am I thinking the secret that mana game? Um, Legends was a. I think it's technically a mana game. Okay. I think it's in the same. I'm pretty sure it came with the collection. If I'm thinking right. Okay. Yeah, I know one of them. There was two ones on the Game Boy. One of them was a mana game, and one of them was a saga game. So I think Final Fantasy Legends, if it's the one I'm thinking of, is actually the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played. <laughs> oh, I've played through completely. I've, I've, I've touched other ones, like barely, but it's the only one that I've played all the way through. But that was the top five in the honorable mentions. I, I also almost had uh, Kelowna on there, but it's had like a, a good few, like more than more than two uh, sequels. I mean, the main thing that we, I was using at least was how long could go for the most part. Yeah, that's what I was going by too. How, uh, long, okay. how long has it been since we've seen one? <laughs> I think my youngest one was like 11 years. <laughs> that made it on my list, at least. My youngest one was like 4 or 5 years ago, but I don't... I just don't see it getting a sequel. Right. But now well, we, we, we've spoken. Now we've spoken. Yeah. These I games. Mean, getting sequels tomorrow. I mean, I hope they do. <laughs> Get hyped, everybody. We're getting like 30 games tomorrow. Nice. See you guys on the... Next stop five. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.